Hey everybody, the SWP is brought to you by All Insurance Ontario and Jim K. Ford, where you can custom order your next Ford vehicle to ensure you get the exact vehicle you want at the right time. Easy steps. Jump online at jimkford.com, select your vehicle, choose your model, trim, and options. Then the Jim K. Ford team will contact you to confirm your selections and pricing and answer all your questions before your order is placed. Easy as that. Your vehicle created your way. Jim K. Ford, 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans or jimkford.com. A lot of people I talk to end up asking me about what coverages should they have for their house. How much do I need? Why would I want that? Hi, I'm Jared Gerard, All Insurance Ontario. Call or text me at 801-2659. Give me a call. Let's have that talk and we'll make sure that you have the coverages that you want and that you need. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. The SWP with Steve Warren and Jim Jerome. Ottawa Sports Talk every weekday. Okay, welcome to the SWP. It's a Saturday SWP as far as the recording goes here for Saturday, July 30th, a podcast that goes off every single weekday and then some here on Saturday, reveling in tales of sports and whatever. It's the weekend. Uh, I've got a belly full of Canadian club and chicken lasagna. It's uh, Steve here in the capital. My podcast partner for this shindig is Jimmy out in Edmonton. I'm recording the video today, by the way, as a perk for our Patreon members. So okay, wanna, there we go. Tilt down a little bit there. Yeah. Although some would argue, Jimmy, that it'd be a better perk if we promised to never show our torn down mugs. How's this right here? How's <laughs> oh, that? Yeah. Exactly? <laughs> <laughs> How's it going? Yeah, good. Yeah, good, man. How are you? Saturday in the park. That was the first song I learned on the piano, Stevie. Okay, yeah. Saturday songs, quickly. Um, Saturday night's all right for fighting. Yeah, Saturday in the park. Elton John. She- Chicago Saturday it's yep. all right for fighting yeah uh Saturday night fever wasn't that a wasn't that uh no. or was that the name of the movie that was the name was of the movie John Travolta yeah that's when Steve uh when disco was big and um you know they had the famous um lit up dance floor okay on the movie everyone was freaking out going look at that mm-hmm. floor like lights would pop in there and there were these big tiles Steve that lit up right and everyone was freaking out about it, going, did you see that dance floor, man? It was unreal. And then every disco you went to, Steve, in the, you know, after that, had one of these dance floors. And and every place said, do you know those are the original uh, light tiles from Saturday Night Fever? Of course, yes. Every disco said that. <laughs> Big stupid liars. Yeah, uh, yeah. Bay City Rollers. Saturday's all right for fighting. I already got that one. Oh. But basically, about- roller Saturday, right? S A T U A D A Y. Oh, there you go. Night. Oh, there you go. Saturday. Yeah, right. Right. Very good. I got no more though. That's it. Yeah, that's all that's I got, all I got right too. Yeah, yeah, that's all I got. Um, good night, everybody. <laughs> good night. Good. Oh, how dare you? It's kind of a fun time right now for NHL players when you've got. Uh, well, you've won the Stanley Cup and you get your day with the cup. And yeah. I was uh, looking at uh, Colorado's Miko Rantanen, and it brings back all the memories of the abuse the cup has endured at these parties. Like going mm-hmm. back to the early part of the 1900s when the Ottawa Senators or the Silver Seven won a cup, like they kicked the thing into the Rideau Canal for some reason. I don't know what the hell was going on there. You, uh, you've had other things where Mario Lemieux had left it overnight in a, a, a swimming pool at the bottom of the pool um, after a Penguins win. And the grossest one of all would be um, 
what's his name, Chris Draper from the Detroit Red Wings, let his newborn baby uh, sit in it without a diaper on, and he or she proceeded to take a big old dump in Lord Stanley's oh, wow. mug. Yeah. 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 Makes you, it's a sort of a pause for thought when you go to drink out of it as a Stanley Cup champion. But Miko Rantanen, he decided that uh, he'd allow his dog to eat dinner out of it today. Now pass it around and take a drink. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Jesus. That's so what, what would you, oh, if you win the cup, you, you were close to the cup through all those Oilers 1980s wins. Yeah. Like if, if somebody had said, you know what, Jimmy, you've been so tight with this team for a long time. You can have a day with the cup. What would you have done with it? That's a great, that's a great question. That's a great question. My favorite now is when these people are winning these trophies. Um, I think um, uh, the, the British kid who won the U S open um, Fitzpatrick, Matthew Fitzpatrick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen a couple of Olympians over the last year or two is they, intentionally steve bring them through the security x-ray machine when they're uh, getting through getting through to the airport or at the airport getting through to their plane you know right like the guy's carrying the big thing right walking there ah oh sorry <laughs> that's the u.s open trophy that's making this thing buzz <laughs> and i saw a couple of chicks do it they had their medals in their pockets you know and walked through and it went off i, I don't know what i do i'd have to think about that I'd have to well, think you'd take that. it to your kids, probably, right? Or uh, they, they weren't they weren't on the scene at that stage, I guess. I'd probably strap. You know what I you know what I might do is uh, I'd probably strap it to the roof of my car, Stevie, and drive around town. For starters, right? Yeah, for starters. Well, and you could you could you absolutely jumped any nightclub or something. I mean, what what would be a better icebreaker than having the Stanley Cup with you? Oh, he must be a he must be a big NHL star making millions of dollars. Yeah. Sure. You'd have done well that night. I would have. Or or the other thing I do, Steve, because the fans, Steve, really deserve it. Okay. Mm-hmm. The fans deserve the cup. So what I would do is I'd I'd have it and welcome fans. You know, I'd go to a, like a school or something and say the cup's gonna be there. And you you can get your picture taken with the cup. So you'd line up all day, Steve. But I'd charge them a thousand bucks a picture. Nice. Yeah, that's what I would do <laughs> for the fans. Okay, that's like, yeah. They'd immediately and, know you are not an NHL player. Yeah, yeah just, and, you know, five hundred people, Steve. There's half a million bucks, right? You could make just a heartwarming thing. I would do. You know, give give yeah. back a little bit. You know, they go pretty deep today. In, in today's, they they you know they're giving it to you know part time scouts for a day. Like anybody who's got any kind of I don't know affiliation with the team seems to get their day with the cup. Yeah, I think Joe Newendike uh, put it put it on a table uh, in the middle of the busiest intersection in his town. He's from Southern okay. Ontario somewhere, as I recall, and uh, that's what he did. So right mm-hmm. in the middle of the intersection, Steve. Clever, very clever. I liked it. And I could pet it when I went by or something like that. I I I, I don't know. Ram into it. I don't know. You know, crush it. I, I don't know what they did, but yeah, I think it worked out okay. There was, let's see, it was Matt Bradley. Last time I saw it was about three years ago, whatever year the Capitals won the Stanley Cup. I guess that was 2018, so we're now in four years. Matt Bradley is a local guy here, and uh, he played in the NHL for a long time, and he was affiliated with the Capitals, so he got the Cup for a day. So uh, had friends and family over to, I think, the Manatech Legion here, and we all went over to look at the Cup. And, uh, yeah, so that's the last time I've had any uh, – any uh, dealings with the Stanley Cup? I didn't get my dog to eat out of it. I didn't have my infant daughter take a dump in it. I just kind of posed with no. it with, uh, with just Matt looked Bradley. At it, yeah. 
Yeah. It's, it's what you one of the do, questions, one of the questions always that, because when you do get up close to the cup, it's cool. You're going to, you're going to start to look at all the names, of course, and the teams and who won in 1970s and eighties. And mm-hmm. even back to the sixties, if you're our age, uh, and then everyone always asks to go, well, how tall are they going to make that Stanley Cup? If they keep adding, you know, they got to add a team every year. You know, so they add these bands, Stevie. You know, everyone's familiar with the shape of the Stanley Cup. Right. And then I've gone, I don't know, but I don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. They'll come up with something, I think. Yeah. yeah. That reminds me of Jim Ralph at one of the rubber chicken circuit things at a hockey banquet one time where Liam, our great friend, our good and great friend, Liam McGuire goes up mm-hmm. there and knocks everybody's socks off with all the, you know, the minute details of hockey trivia. He went on an absolute tirade of about 10 minutes of knocking us dead with fact after fact, trivia after trivia, and just blew everybody away. And we're all like, wow, that was fantastic. And then Jim Ralph, who's the MC goes back up. After Liam goes to sit down, the first thing Jim Ralph says, I have a question, Liam. Who gives a f***? <laughs> I was like, oh, man. Yeah. I was like, come on now. That, you can't do Wonderful. our pal like that. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Anyway. I talked to Ralphie the other day. Oh, yeah? How's he doing? Yeah. He's good. I'm trying to get him on the podcast, but I keep forgetting he's not allowed. Oh, why not? I guess conflicts with, he's he's got the... He's doing the Leaf games, right? With uh, I, he does radio, right? With the guys from Sudbury, Joe Bowen, uh, right? They've been doing it for years, so there's some cool, some sort of conflict that, that right. they can't do it. It's like, yeah, I just don't think our show suspendables is really is it going to destroy the ratings on people listening to a broadcast of the Leafs game? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's a yeah, little no, cautious, I- Stevie. You know, it's a little cautious. No, it's no doubt. I mean, with this show, with Sens Nation podcast that I also do with the the guys who I'm I'm, I'm really good friends with the TSN mm-hmm. 1200. They're they're not permitted to unfortunately come yeah. on the show. So it's weird. I, I get it's it's the state of the industry right now. Yeah, they're kind of I guess they're just sort of circling the wagons. If they've got experts in a field, they want to save it for their product and they don't want to share it. So whatever. Uh, just repeat it, Steve. Th- these are radio shows, Steve, in Ottawa. Okay. Right. This, this is this isn't Joe Rogan, you know. Right. They they spend a lot of money, so I might get it. Like no. Yeah. Anyway, take it yeah. easy, fellas. Yeah. Take it easy, TSN. Okay. Dial well, meanwhile, back. meanwhile, there's I'm getting approached, you know, from the other direction now with radio stations asking about filling up their airtime with some of the things we're doing. So that's kind of a cool and interesting contrast to things well there you go oh, yeah. i didn't know that you know there you go You're well and, and i look at it from the perspective of okay okay go ahead and have the podcast whether it's this one or the sense nation podcast i look at a radio station now as any other player spotify sure. or an apple or whatever um so it's just another place for listeners to find it and to benefit our advertisers and build listenership so all good stuff mm-hmm. anyway uh, where were we we we're talking about the stanley cup and uh, changing gears a little bit, um, some other hockey news in that the free agent dams are ready to burst. I was reading about there are still some big fish out there who have yet to sign. Nazem Kadri is still the big one. That's a curious one to me. I would have thought somebody would have been all over that guy by now. I hear the New York Islanders and Lou Lamorello are throwing everything but the kitchen sink at Nazem Kadri and his people. Kadri still has some interest in going back to Colorado. 
the Avalanche don't have a lot of cap room at this stage of the game. There's also some mid-tier guys like Paul Stastny, Evan Rodriguez, Sonny Milano waiting for new deals as well. And on the RFA side, there's some really nice names there. Jason Robertson has not yet to resign. Andrew Mangiapani, Noah Dobson, Kyler Yamamoto in your neck of the woods, and some others as well. Here in Ottawa, you've got uh, RFA still in Eric Brandstrom and Alex Formanton. And Formanton's going to be kind of an interesting one, Jimmy, because, um, and I, I don't like to go too far into this discussion process. There's a whole notion of innocent until proven guilty. Is what we, we generally say that about people who have been charged. And we should really say it about people who have not been charged. But he was part, Alex Formanton was, part of that 2018 World Junior Team, Team Canada, where there are allegations and Hockey Canada did an out-of-court law uh, settlement of a lawsuit from a woman who had said there was a sexual assault that had occurred after the 2018 gold medal win about six months after it. So it's uh, mm-hmm. it's kind of interesting how that will play out because the Senators will probably want an official resolution before they lock Alex Formanton up, I would guess. Kind of unique circumstances. Uh, the other one is... That Hockey Canada, here's their big announcement. We're going to give our players uh, sexual assault sensitivity training. Sexual consent training. Sexual consent training. How about when they say no, you, you, you stop what you're doing, Steve. How long has the slogan no means no been around? Maybe yeah, 30, yeah. 35 years? How about your parents? Yeah, maybe maybe they should start with your your folks. and your. It's, yeah, well, anyway. Yeah, it's no, just hard I mean, to here's the, that. so here, here's the story. Just so yep. just before Revelations Hockey Canada paid out $8.9 million since 1989 to settle 21 different cases of alleged sexual assault. Now, keep in mind, I think about seven and change, seven million of that 8.9 million was part of the uh, the Graham James case. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Hockey Canada committed to mandatory sexual consent training for all of its players, coaches, and staff. Um, in an action plan set out earlier this week. Here's the thing about that. When we, we joked around a little bit with the hockey, with the with the no means no thing. It's pretty obvious. The reality is it is obvious for the people who are not criminals with criminal intents and criminal thoughts. The people that are committing these acts, is this going to slow them down? A 90-minute training session? No, This the people who are sick... The people who are doing these things, who are, you know, doing criminal sexual acts, they're not going to be phased by this one way or another. It's the same way with Hockey Canada and the Speak Out program. I went through it. Anybody who's been a minor hockey coach in Canada has to go through the Speak Out course, which is basically mm-hmm. common sense stuff for a right-thinking person. And so I don't know that it – I mean, I think it's it's not a bad reminder, and there are some good things in there, but some of it is so – painfully obvious and i just know the people that are apt to scream at a kid at the bench till he starts crying um seeing 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 this video and speak Mm -hmm. out uh that's not going to change their game plan to be a tyrant anyway right but but i understand that training right that 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 training is has everything directly to do with coaching and player right it does right the, the the deal I don't like, Steve, even even when I think back that Hockey Canada paid out the several million dollars to that girl, um, I you know, t- two things, Steve. 
by them paying that money to, to me doesn't necessarily mean that the that uh, the the players were guilty. They they did it quick. You know, there's been many people, Steve, who have not who have not committed the act that they're accused of, accused of, and yet and yet look ahead saying, okay, I I, I did not do that. Okay, they're hundred percent did not do it, Steve, and yet. Uh, the, what lies ahead for them is is this unbelievable wake of you know misery of of going through the whole process of it, um, you know. So they'll say, why don't we do, why don't we not do that? I don't want to drag the girl through it. I don't want to go through it myself. Yes, I'm not guilty, but here's here's probably what's going to happen. You know that that it's people are going to be dragged through the mud. So on probably some good advice, the, you know, the lawyer says, look at then then let's settle. You know, let's settle this thing without admitting guilt. Um, so I don't think, you know, people are saying, well, hockey can just by paying, they were guilty. I also saw some harsh, harsh posts yesterday, Steve, about people calling Hockey Canada disgusting. And 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 I refuse to be in that that group, you know. You know, Hockey Canada, why do, why do they have to? Why do they have to uh, be responsible for giving sensitivity training? To, to these players, you know, if they're going to do that, well, then everyone that age, Steve, then it should be mandatory for every human being who turns 17 years old or 16 or whatever, or 15, whenever they're going to do it, that they have to take sensitivity training. Someone's going to hear that today going, not a bad idea, you know, not a bad idea, but stop blaming Hockey Canada. Stop blaming Hockey Canada. I, I just... It's not their fault, Steve, you know? It's a, well, I think it's a case I've of... I've talked okay, about that several times, but... Yeah, I, I, I'm on I'm different pages with you on that one. Um, I, for starters, I don't think anybody's blaming Hockey Canada for the actual incident. They're blaming Hockey Canada for their reaction to a lawsuit that came at them, uh, I think it was back in April, and then they settled out of court in May. And, and the way they handled that, making sort of the optics are they're trying to make this thing go away, trying to make it hush-hush, sweep, sweep it mm-hmm. under the rug. That's what people are upset with Hockey Canada about. And I don't know exactly, like, it is possible that it was a case of Hockey Canada because they were named in this lawsuit. It's possible they they were just trying to cut their losses. I don't think it was about, you know, trying to spare the players or anything like that. I think it may have been a case of the woman comes to them with, uh, I believe the initial opening salvo, if you will, was about $3 million and change. Mm-hmm. And they settled for lower than that, I believe. It may have been a case of, okay, well, they measure out, this is what she's asking for in the lawsuit. Now let's do the math on what the legal fees would be to go to court on this thing. Right. Right. Then measure out what the worst case scenario is. Then make an offer to her and say, you know, this is a case of cutting our losses. We don't know if there's guilt or innocence one way or the other. But mm-hmm. you know what? This is our best case scenario from a financial standpoint. That financially yeah. is how I think they probably handled it. But it still should have been a case of doing everything you can to get to the bottom of what happened. And it sounds like they tried to do that. Um, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I wasn't part of the investigation or anything like that. But Hockey Canada did do an investigation. London Police did do an investigation. And so both investigations ended without anybody being fined or suspended or in the police case arrested or charged. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they obviously did their, they did the, uh, the investigation and now they've reopened it on both fronts to make sure not, nothing, 
was done improperly. And um, that's just my gut feeling is that that's why Hockey Canada did what they did, mostly out of a case of, well, this is, you know, okay, if the woman is happy with this number, this is our best case scenario financially. And so mm-hmm. let's let's deal with this here and now. But they shouldn't have kept it so quiet and tried to sweep it under the rug. They should have been transparent with the entire process. Right. But it's not their fault that the guy, if he is guilty of it, that's anyway, I'm beating a dead horse. I'm tired. No, 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 nobody's and nobody's accusing Hockey Canada uh, or, yep. or upset with Hockey Canada that anyone's guilty of anything in terms of the actual assault. Is that what you mean? Yeah, it just, uh, you know, I, I just don't believe that people should be accusing, you know, being so derogatory against Hockey Canada. These are individuals. Yeah. They're not, they're not, you know, they're, yeah. they're 16, 17, 18 years old. You know, don't, don't tell me, you know, by they've got to take sensitivity training that, oh my God, you mean you never told them what was wrong with that? Come on, come on, you know? I think this whole thing about sensitivity or um, sexual consent training is if this happens again, they'll be able to say, listen, we did our part. We really yeah, tried. Uh, that's yeah. part of, that's part of why they're doing it. I think they understand themselves that, you know, 90%, 95%, maybe more, 95% of the people out there understand and they, they see it as common sense. But when the, yeah. this your, next, your parents, when this happens again, they'll be able to hold it up and say, we tried our best. We did this. They're not responsible for that. You know, they're, they're, they're there to help kids play hockey. They're there, you know, their, their role is to develop hockey, to develop programs. It's your parents involved if you, if you need, if they want to get sensitivity. Why is it Hockey Canada's responsibility to, to have to do this, uh, you know, away from hockey. It's not their job. It's not their job. So that's the way I feel. Yeah, it gets into a gray area for sure. Uh, you know, it's it's not like a case of uh, it's happening on the job. This is players going away from their jobs, representing Hockey Canada. Right. And, uh, yeah. No, it, it's a mess. It's uh, And hopefully everybody, hopefully this thing all evolves and these meetings and parliamentary committees and ongoing discussions hopefully it all ends up the way it should and uh and we move forward in a uh in a better way i, I saw somebody trying to say we should probably change the name of hockey canada it's like what is that what are, what are you what, what was that gonna do did they did the chicago blackhawks change their name after the kyle beach incident i think most people would right. think that would be crazy so anyway enough of that Supposed to be a fun Saturday show, and it just—I uh, know it's a top story and it's everything. A downer, so, you know? Yeah, a bit of a downer for sure. On the Sens front, it sounds like uh, Jeff Chikrin might, in fact, be in play as the top four defenseman the Sens have been looking for. He's been—he's uh, been in Arizona for I don't know five or six years at least now, and uh, nice defenseman. Um, and it, it, he would definitely be in their top four. He's another left shot, however, but he would definitely uh, fill out that top four very nicely. But the word is Arizona is coming hard after Jake Sanderson. If the Sens would mind parting with Jake Sanderson, then a Chikrin deal would go down, which would be kind of dumb because he's supposed to be in the top. Well, he, right. I think he might be a he might be their best defenseman. He might surpass Thomas Shabbat within a couple of years. That's how highly the hockey world thinks of Jake Sanderson. So uh, probably a non-starter from Ottawa's point of view, but it is a bird in the hand scenario. Sanderson hasn't played a game in the NHL. We'll see how it all plays out. But that's the news of the evening here on Saturday, July 30th, yeah. as far as the Sens go. Phoenix and Buffalo, Steve. Okay, if they're if guys are going to go there, they're, they're, they're going to have to be the the 
live golf tour of the NHL to get players to go there. <laughs> right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I would say Buff- there unless you're paying me twice as much cash. Yeah. Buffalo is a great market. They're just so terrible. Like, yeah. I don't know. That, it's like a dozen years now that they've missed the playoffs in a row. Oh, it's awful. It's and awful. Arizona's at least got the golf factor, the year-round nice weather. But, of course, they also have only 4,500 fans showing up for games now because they're going to Arizona State to play their games, which is bananas. So, neither, yeah, neither market is particularly great, but I think Buffalo is on the mend. They've got uh, a nice blue line core developing with Owen Power and Rasmus Dahlin, and they've got, uh, they've got some nice ads up front. So, I think they're on their way. They're not a playoff team this year, but uh, it won't be long for Buffalo. Arizona, I don't know, just feels like a dark cloud franchise for all eternity. (laughs) Anyway, we'll take a time out of the program, James. We'll be back to wrap up and a few other final thoughts after these words. Do you find shopping around for insurance a time-consuming hassle? I'm Josh from All Insurance Ontario. Send me a text and let me take it from there. You'll be surprised at how easy it can be. 613-860-6008. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. If you're thinking about a nice used vehicle for the summer, but maybe a little uncertain about it, of course, you want to make a smart choice. I highly recommend Jim K. Ford. They remove all of your worries. Jim K. Ford. How about this? They're your Ottawa certified pre-owned Ford dealer with a 12-month, 20,000-kilometer limited warranty coverage. Yeah, for a pre-owned vehicle. Warranty. Pre-owned vehicle. There's a history report of the vehicle, purchase financing rates from 1.99%, 24-hour roadside assistance, and more. That's the peace of mind you want, ladies and gentlemen. Check out jimk4.com. They're at 1438 Uvale Drive in Orleans. I don't know if you saw this earlier this week. happened on Thursday afternoon. It was the Baltimore Orioles have been a great story, and uh, they've been an AL East doormat, like the same kind of doormat in Major League Baseball as the aforementioned Arizona Coyotes and Buffalo Sabres. And so they found new life this year. They played really well. They are in the hunt for a playoff spot. And this week, though, they had a uh, a very funny moment. It just gives you an idea of that things are going well for the Orioles. Right now, the Orioles are doing very, very well. In the eighth inning with Baltimore up one nothing. Orioles DH, Trey Mancini hit what should have been a routine fly ball for Ray's right fielder to Josh Lowe. And uh, it didn't go very well for Josh Lowe. Camden Yards, sun shining. He's out in center field, and the sun got in his in his way. He lost sight of the ball. The ball mm-hmm. comes down, slams Josh Lowe in the head, and caroms all the way over to the uh, the right field foul line. And uh, yeah, it was and Mancini is not the fastest, uh, fleetest of foot. He comes up with an inside-the-park home run and a very funny moment. And it got me thinking, what would you say, If you, what pops to mind for you as the dumbest play you've ever seen in sports? Um, uh, Just flat-out goofy. Yeah, locally was uh, a guy missing an empty netter like all alone on an empty netter and Oilers coming back to score and then win a game in overtime in the playoffs. Uh, Steve, Steve Smith would be a big one. Right? Oh, that is a good one. Yeah. Steve Smith would be a huge one. Um, Leon McQuay, for those who are old enough to remember the early seventies 
Argos what do you do, fumble Stampede or something. Grey Cup. Like, yeah, I'm there. Basically, with Joe Theismann at their court, as quarterback, I think it was like the 1971 Grey Cup. Yeah. I only learned it. I didn't see it live. I was too young. But years later, I saw it, and it was like Argos are going in late in the game in the Grey Cup against the Stampeders, and Leon McQuay just slips on the slippery turf, fumbles, and uh, Stampeders pick it up, and uh, that was game a big over. one. Yeah, not yeah. good. God, um, I remember that. God, that's a long time ago, yeah. I don't know. Let's leave it for tomorrow or whenever we do a show again. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to look that up. Okay. So our, our email address is Steve W project at outlook.com. We're taking, we're going to try and come up with the top 10 biggest sports fuck ups. You excuse the language <laughs> that you've ever seen. So yeah. you texted me one just now. I didn't even notice it until now. The biggest oh, yeah. sports. Tigor hiring Stu. Oh, see, I didn't want to say that. <laughs> I didn't want to say that. Why do you got to be? Because uh, that, that's what we used to do, Stevie. I that's know. That's what we used to do. We used to just crush each other back in those days. It's true. Crush, it's true. crush, crush, Stevie. Used to hammer them. I know. Nope. I know. Stu's a good guy, though. Come on. Come on. Great guy. Yeah. Oh, I, uh, Stevie, uh, um, I think it was Italy. The guy missing the free kick. Oh. Uh, eight years Baggio? ago in the World Cup, the blonde-haired guy. Uh, oh, I thought it was Baggio. Maybe, or Baggio, I, I don't know. Baggio's got the guy with the rat tail and everything, and he kicked it over the net in a penalty yeah. kick, I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah, That was a good one. Look at Jimmy go. That's because I've done so many fuck-ups, Steve. Those things are near and dear to me. Those well, speaking of balls slamming off a guy's head, uh, I'm talking about Jose Canseco. And going back for a ball, the ball hits him in his head and it bounces over the fence for a home run. That was a classic. Right. Yeah. The mon- the Monday guy in baseball, right? Oh, Rick Monday? Rick Monday. He, is, he, is he the guy who hit the dinger against the Expos? Who, a- who let the ball go between his legs for the Yankees at first base? Oh, okay. That's fair. Rick Monday has nothing to do with what we're talking about here. Just no, to, no. He's brought it up to annoy me, didn't you? Yeah. How dare I dare you. Uh, Whoever let be, the ball go between their legs, the Yankees. No, not the Yankees. That was Red Sox and the Mets. And that was Bill oh. Buckner, my friend. Bill, Bill Buckner. Buckner. There it is, yeah. Yeah. So many screw-ups. Wrong team. Uh, wrong guy. Right yeah, I think you have to, it, I think the winners are going to be, when we make our top 10, they're going to be the, the big screw-ups that happen at the biggest moments. Right? Right. It just happens at a run-of-the-mill game like this Mancini one where it bounces off of Lowe's head. It, well, it's just late July in Major League Baseball. It's not that big a deal. The Buckner mm-hmm. one, the Buckner one might win, in fact. So we'll see. There we go. Oh, yeah, there's a good one. In the, it's another old one from the 60s that I used to love in uh, on the old NFL films. Jim Marshall was one of the best defensive linemen in the game at the time in the nineteen late 1960s, I think. He picked up a fumble. And ran the wrong way for a safety. <laughs> lovely, yeah, yeah, lovely. Yeah, he thought he'd scored the touchdown, and everybody's yelling at him like, "What did you do?" You go, my oh, brother, yeah, my man. brother Paul, uh, was a uh, wide receiver or tight end actually for the for the Carlton Ravens and uh, playing in the in the Panda Bowl, mm-hmm. which is uh, Carlton against Ottawa U. Uh, he didn't he didn't lose the game for them, Steve, but um, he was in the, so nervous he was. Uh, we were all there to watch him play. That uh, he got an offside penalty, Steve, or almost because he broke out of the huddle and lined up uh, with the defensive team, Steve, facing the Ravens. 
Oh, no. Like he, he got must... turned around somehow, Stevie. I don't know. Were you laughing your head off? No, I was laughing my head off. It was the best. Oh, a little yeah. justice for old And my Jenny, mother that's... was laughing her head off because she was fucking hammered. It was beautiful. Yeah. The great panda game story was, I think the Gigi's mascot was right at the end of the half at the panda game. And I believe it was, I don't know if it was the Ravens or the Gigi's running for a touchdown, but it was going to be one of those deals where this will end the first half. And the Gigi's mascot was so focused on his dance and what he was doing and you know, in the north side of Lansdowne Park, he ends up dancing about three, four yards onto the field, looking at the stands, and he completely wipes out the guy who had a sure <laughs> touchdown. Beautiful. That was a classic. Absolutely. Um, okay, so again, our email address is uh, stevewproject.outlook.com if you've got any suggestions for biggest sports screw-up you've ever seen. And finally, you're, were you are you a Stranger Things guy? No. No, I, I think I even see, tried to watch it, but... It's it's a popular show, huh? Oh yeah, yeah, it's out of control, popular, and uh, just finished up the uh, the latest season, which I believe is season four, if memory serves. They introduced What's a new it about? actor. Oh god, I couldn't even get into that. It's it's a supernatural. It's kind oh, it of is. Uh, okay. So okay. picture like Stand by Me. Remember that movie from the eighties with the yes. boys? Yeah. So it's the boys doing their thing and stuff, and so it's sort of Stand by Me meets the X Files. That work? That didn't help me at all. Yeah, not interested. Oh, you you yeah. never saw the X Files? Yeah, yeah, part part of it. Just okay. Well, I'm just giving you the description of it. I'm not. Uh, I'm not yeah. asking you to. That's not a very good description. You you might have to work on that to get people Why? to watch it. I'm not. I don't care if they watch it or not. But I know that yeah. lots of people are. And they introduced this year an actor named or an, a character named Eddie who is super popular. Great addition. Uh, I don't want to give anything away on him. So how about? Best movie description fuck-ups. How about that? There's a category. Movie right description fuck-ups? Best, fuck ups? I best that was series, uh, series description uh, screw-ups. How about that? Stand okay. by me and X-Files. What do you want from we me? We got a leader. We got a leader there. Okay. We got a, we got a yeah, guy in first you never place saw way ahead, either way never ahead saw. of anybody else. Okay. So stand by me and X-Files. No good. No. That's, uh, uh, I, I think it's great. I think, I think what, these kids work for the FBI? No, but there's all these supernatural oh, oh. things that are occurring oh. in the show. There's okay. like this this parallel universe that's happening while Stand By Me is happening in the real world. Anyway, I think most people get what I'm talking about. Anyway, there's a new character on the show called Eddie, and I thought there was a cool moment as he got to go to Lollapalooza because in there's a famous scene in season four in the finale where he jumps up and starts, I don't know, it's a long story, but he ends up playing Metallica to distract all the monsters. And uh, he actually got to go to Lollapalooza. The actor who plays uh, Eddie is Joseph Quinn. And he went to uh, Lollapalooza and met all of the guys in Metallica backstage. And then he, I didn't know this, but he actually can play guitar like a beast. And he oh, jammed, wow. jammed with the guys in Metallica. And uh, Master of Puppets would be Metallica's biggest hit. And they use that in the show, and they proceeded to play it in this video that's making the rounds on social media. So I give, suggest people, if they're big fans of Stranger Things and Metallica, that would be a must-watch. As we wrap up the show today, um, I'm sure you have nothing to contribute to that Thank particular God. take oh on God. things. <laughs> the wrap-up couldn't have come quick enough. Holy Jesus, man. What are you up to tonight for your Saturday? 
Uh, I'm going to watch Stranger Things. Actually, I'm nah. into the third season, so I was going to check nice. that out. Yeah, and then, uh, <laughs> You're I got very the whole supportive. DVD collection of X-Files. I'm going to whip that on later. You know, Son of a bitch. And see if they meld together. <laughs> Your two favorite shows and used to refuse to buy into my take there. Anyway, <laughs> good stuff. I'm going to get back to the, uh, the uh, let's see, I've got a nice uh, Coors Original to go here. There you go. And you I'm were just drinking fin- Canadian Club and chicken just, wings. You just said. finishing Canadian Club. No, I had uh, chicken lasagna. Oh. Not and, the best and mix. Rye? And rye? Correct. boy! Wow. That's a weird mix. That's a strong, oh, easy, easy. Uh, Doing the Russ Cortnell thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's rye and chicken wings. That's like mixing the X-Files with Stranger Things. <laughs> chicken lasagna. You right, enjoy your weekend, man. We'll talk to you. Right, well, do you want to do a show on Monday? It's up to you. Sure. Yeah, let's do a show Monday. Yep, show right. Monday here on right. the... What, what do they call it out there? I don't want to do a show Monday. Do you want to do a show Monday? Colonel By Day is what it's called here. What do they call it out there? Uh, not doing a show on Monday. That's what it's called. It's a so, family happy day. Happy not no. doing a show on Monday day, everybody. We'll talk to you on Tuesday in our next episode. Thank you, Jimmy. We'll talk to you soon. Good night, everybody. We'll see you.